got TW Takes in the house. TW Takes, what's up? TW Takes podcast. That's Terrible Wrestling Takes podcast. So we'll go through all the monikers. The, uh, the man himself. Bishop over at TW Takes podcast. Absolute legend. He is an Irish New Yorker. Big up Bishop. Bishop <laughs> TW Takes. Shout out to Bishop on that one. Bishop from TW Takes. Matt Bishop from TW Takes. Shout out to TW Takes. TW Takes. Mr. TW Takes. TW Takes. TW Takes. TW Takes. TW Takes. And Takes. TW Takes. Bishop has, you know, on terrible takes. TWT Takes. Terrible wrestling takes. Bishop's terrible wrestling takes. Strictly for Bishop. Shout out to Terrible Wrestling Takes. Cheers, Bishop. TW Takes podcast. Him and his wife, Mrs. TW Takes. We got Mrs. Takes here as well. My wife. Mrs. Takes. She's the sleeper hit. So good. Thank you, wife. Shout out to Mrs. TW Takes. It's a fun back and forth. Such a small part, but so effective. I'm telling you, that's my go-to podcast now. TW Takes. You want here? Terrible Wrestling Takes. Bishop from Terrible Wrestling Takes. Bishop, everybody needs to be listening to you, brother. Bishop, say hello. Oh, shit. Here we go. Brand new episode. Terrible Wrestling Takes Podcast. But before we talk that shit, let's plug that shit. TBTakesPodcast.com for all platforms, audio and visual. Like and subscribe, especially if you do it for other people. TBTakesPodcast.com slash TWTs for all the merch to help support the show. Most affordable, fastest shipping merch in the podcast game. Remember, at TWTakesPodcast on all social media. And remember, review if you do, rate if you feel. Subscribe for me like you do for the rest of these idiots with a microphone and a computer. Now let's get into some more terrible wrestling takes. Oh shit, here we go. Terrible Wrestling Takes Podcast is back with one more fucking episode. 97, I believe. Three away from 100, which of course is bullshit because I've done watch-alongs. I've been on Wrestling on the Rocks. I was with Chaos Theory Podcast. I was a fucking good cop, bad cop. Wow. Uh, we're live? Know, I mean, live adjacent. I edit everything, so it doesn't uh, matter. So we were one episode away from arguably the greatest number that we know like the greatest year no, absolutely absolutely so that voice you hear is the ever so appreciated the number one guest i've wanted on this show the last opportunity to be able to do this the way we talked about doing it for probably two years now three years now maybe even five years now uh that is mr matthew mcnarley at matthew mcnarley on all social media uh say what's up to the people what up what up what up appreciate uh you know being on my guy uh bishop talks about this <laughs> this often we uh you know i'm not a huge uh don't 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 flame me in the mentions i'm not a uh professional uh wrestling fan but i'm an og wrestling fan you oh know? for sure yeah well that's i've and and shouts to you for locking your twitter um because i know you got beat up with uh the way the iwc takes twitter it's like yo follow me because I just followed you, so follow me. <laughs> they get fucking Michael Myers on that shit. Like, yo, I followed you, so now I'm stalking you until I kill you or you follow me. It's yeah, crazy. It was a bit aggressive, but um, it's all good, man. You know, shouts to the IWC. Like I said, don't uh, don't kill me. Listen, I keep it a buck. That's just what I do, and I've always done. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm an OG fan, man, from uh, the early to mid-90s up until, I don't know, probably 04-ish. I would say, yeah, that's that's what's real, and and honestly, as you hear the description of himself, I mean, that's where you guys can see why we've been friends for twenty years. As I've put out there on Twitter, we've known each other for a very long time, and uh, you know, I, I I was thinking back on it, and the oddest fucking thing when I started this, you know, I want to do a wrestling podcast thing. You were like, "Yo, 
I, f- I used to fuck with wrestling heavy. And I'm like, well, we met in 00, leading into 01. And I know I stopped watching like around 03, 04. And, and we used to hang out all the time. The one thing we never talked about or did was wrestling. You know what it was, though, back then is, uh, you know, we were we were probably... 14, 15? Yeah, like we're in high school. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it was, you know, I don't want to say it was frowned upon, but like it wasn't cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was one of the things where like I loved it, but how much I loved it, it's like you don't go bragging about right. that shit in high school. Like, <laughs> yo, listen, oh man, I was up all night, like, yo, the crazy match. Like, I couldn't even, my my anxiety was through the roof because I'm, you know, watching Stone Cold and, right. and, and you know, like you just kind of keep that to yourself a little bit, you know? Yeah, for sure, and that's that's what I mean. That's what I found out was so weird when we when we started talking. Actually, when we started working together um, every day, because we we've done you know side jobs and shit before, and we always done you know like a weekend here or there, fucking with each other. But right. we started working every day together, and I would clown wrestling, and then start talking about it. And then once uh, once Goldberg came back, <laughs> you were like, "Yo, what's?" What's, what's, what's good with Goldberg? Yeah, what's, he's <laughs> back. When you bring the people that I know back in the mix, like then you know, if, if for for your listeners that that don't know, we're we're huge homage guys. Oh, yeah. We're huge like yeah. anything from nostalgia. our childhood nostalgia. Like yeah. we're we love that, and so um, I guess I gather a lot of the, the IWC doesn't like it no. but for me <laughs> i just love to see like the old dudes get in there and and still get it done and i know it's not the most polished and i know it's not the most incredible you know what i mean but for us like there's no point that i don't want to see stone cold come in stun someone and drink a beer like he could be 85 right the leg doesn't even get up past the calf <laughs> anymore and i don't give a fuck you better sell it yo you better like i'm always going to want to see it i'm always going to sure. want to see a spear and a jackhammer period like it's just that's just the way it is yeah and uh, I, I respect it i respect it and uh that's but yeah what, what i was saying when, when so when goldberg came back you were like yo um i, I want to see that i'm like yeah but you don't fuck with wrestling and you're like yo i'm gonna show you this tote that i have at, at my mom's crib so like a lunch break we went over to to your <laughs> oh, parents yeah. house and this man pulled out og sting wolfpack figures mm. Uh, some of the boxes. My man had a Rey Mysterio mask from WCW. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? I was like, when we were, because we used to, dog, we used to play N64, GameCube at your crib, oh, yeah. Dreamcast, all that stuff. We never once talked about wrestling. Like, it could have been like, you know, because you know how it was. Like, it's not like we hung out with like 40 people. It, it was basically me and you, and then maybe we would go like grab a third or a fourth, and we would hang out every once in a while. But like, three out of four weekends a month, we're chilling. We legit could have been like watching pay-per-views and shit yeah but neither one of us wanted to be like yo so yo, you know wrestlemania coming up <laughs> <laughs> shouts to the black box uh from Hell back yeah. in the day because yeah. yeah there there's man i bet there was probably a six or seven year stretch where i did not miss a single pay-per-view from wwf and wcw you would, you would fuck with both that's actually no we never really did talk about that in the monday night war time of it were you were you heavy nitro or were you heavy raw I was actually, um, I was Nitro probably, it's hard because when, when, when Scott Hall came over, that was the craziest thing. Like I totally believed it was fucking real. 
um and i was like yo like this is he's really taking over like this is this is the craziest thing but so i was super heavy in into nitro um i really liked hollywood hogan i even i i liked wrestling so much i used to like the show that he had uh, oh, thunder in paradise thunder in paradise hell yeah i love that show shout and, out to chris dread from uh jack grapple cheap pops my man has a thunder in paradise poster framed really yes oh, oh yeah. he's official so yeah no he's a legend for that yeah he's a legend for that because uh you know, uh, and people probably shit on that show. I would assume it was an incredible show. I fucking oh, like. Dude, episode one of that show, Sting is a bad guy. Oh, can can I watch that again? Like, is that I available? Don't know. It, with all the streaming services, yeah, it has, has to, to be. be out there. Has to be out there. Someone, someone send me a link to that. Yo, please. speaking That's of uh, Hollywood Hogan, one thing we talk about all the time that never gets mentioned on wrestling Twitter: the strongest painted on beard of all time. <laughs> Oh, the great the 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 goat painted beard. Um, how how was it? And still, when it gets painted on, it's painted on so strong it looks like it's a real beard. I who never understood does it? it. He has so much money. Does he just pay like a, like? Is it professionally done or is it just like one of his homies or like? It's probably Brian Nobbs. I was gonna say, is it one of the nasty <laughs> boys? I was literally gonna say, it's gotta be Nobbs, man. Yeah, for sure. I, I we we yeah we say shit all the time. Like yo, if my real beard grew in as strong as that fake beard yeah i would never need to do anything else in my life man dude has been like how has he been bald that long and still has the same like he still has the same hairs from word. like wrestlemania one word you know what i mean word. like it's the same like he's never <laughs> cut that thing like it's it's fucking beautiful man Yo, know and honestly because i'm a baldy guy uh it was baldy by choice because i knew it was coming by nature um hogan's top dome is a decent shape like my, my cousin used to say all the time like yeah i shave my head bald like and at least i don't have the shark fin like ll cool j you know what i'm saying like right right <laughs> hogan got a decent baldy up top he could just clean it off and go but that that when he shakes the head he, and the, the mullet goes flying and shit he keeps like, that thing like <laughs> like the old uh like beads that hang in front of doorways and like <laughs> you know how it just like whips around yeah. and it's all like bro just just get rid of it man but you know Shouts to him for just never giving in. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, I'm going to hold on to this shit for longer than ever. Hell yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And the the other thing, and then we can jump off of Hogan real quick. Um, The other thing about the painted on beard being so strong, (laughs) it was so black compared to the white of the Fu Manchu. Right. That like, again, the intensity of it. It's like, yo, why is it? And it looked real. And he never sweated it out. Right. You never saw streaks. Remember when they had uh, um, Trump's lawyer was like sweating oh, through yeah, all yeah, his Giuliani, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yo, Hogan never like so whatever he was using, yeah. incredible man. Yeah, hell yeah. But yo, back to that tote real quick. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I don't and didn't currently live with my oh, my, not my, a, not my a, mom not. at that point. Nah, your mom's family. Yeah, she yeah, lived yeah, close by, so 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 we. I knew that it was still in the attic. We we kept everything from my childhood um <laughs> but i still have those figures so my son he's soon to be six is just getting into uh wrestling and he loves otis because the first Shouts. thing yeah i tried to get him on actually his 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 first uh favorite wrestler was stone cold you know i showed him the milk truck back when he was still drinking milk nice <laughs> and uh you know well i showed him the angle stuff and showed him where it started and then monster trucks and um, you know, running over the, the town car and all that stuff. So he thought that was incredible. And, um, but, uh, so I wanted to get him into wrestling and 
I guess to kind of relive some of my childhood with it, thought it'd be fun. And so we watched like um, a, a Netflix movie. Um, main event. Main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that like I once I knew I didn't know who the guy was I think I probably texted you was like yo who's this guy because I'm pretty sure he's a real wrestler and he's like oh that's Otis and you know and you've been kid. real quick side note you've been doing that for 20 years like the second you need to know the most obscure thing you text me and go yo oh, yeah what's this it's you know sadly <laughs> it's it's easier to hit you up than it is Google you know what I mean for the for useless shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. I because I know that you're gonna know it from Google you gotta go to like jump. page three or four to find the information yeah, you're looking for and, it. you know there's a lot of people that spew <laughs> some misinformation so I know what you I, I don't even got a fact check I'm like oh, yo yeah. who, so he 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 messes with Otis pretty heavily now so uh, we have been watching it lately so um, I have been watching Smackdown I guess the past month you know I've uh, been watching Smackdown and then I I attempted to watch Raw with him but three hours is a bit long for me and a five-year-old and then it's like past his bedtime then like i'm keeping him up the wife's getting mad because i'm like oh hold on you can't miss the main event this is this is roman this is hell in a cell like we can't we got to see what happens and he's falling asleep and i'm screwing up his whole day so yeah it wasn't a good look but uh who knows maybe maybe i'll be a full-time wrestling fan again who knows but yeah you said so did did you end up giving uh your son any of the figures I did not because <laughs> so I got Sting the trench coat. I got Wolfpack Sting with the trench coat, the bat, and immediately he thought that was dope. And I'm like, you know what? That leather trench coat, that pleather trench coat has been in the attic for like 20 right. years, kid. Like, <laughs> like that thing might 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 fold like a potato chip. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I was like, you know what? Let me not. You're 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 too aggressive with your playing right now. Maybe you don't get the vintage ones yet. You know. But um, it was good to see. I had Hollywood Hogan, of course. I had all the belts. I had um, who else? I have uh, Hall, Nash, Sting, Mysterio, Giant. Um, I think I fucked with the NWO really heavily because I had the whole squad, like the whole like real squad. I didn't have like Buff Bagwell, right? Or like Brutus the Barber Beefcake when he t- started like yeah, yeah, driving yeah. a motorcycle and shit. <laughs> Whatever his name was. I don't remember either. Uh, they're, they're screaming at us. I'm sure we'll catch a tweet or two. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, whatever, man. It's all good. Honestly, I didn't even think we would talk this much wrestling. We spend. I actually, I asked for some some questions to come through to uh, to derail us proper. Oh because, yeah, Because yeah. we would actually, like, I, actually, let me uh, let me pull up the tweet that because the way I phrased it yesterday um, is so true and, and very indicative of of how we get down. We will talk for four hours about the Mount Rushmore of the most underrated talent in baseball history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we'll just go back and forth. Everything. What, what yeah. we've always done, too, is like, all right, yo, who um, who would your, your lineup be one through nine in baseball, right? Like, Or if he was like, yo, who who's your starting five in the NBA? We wouldn't just say, like, the five best players. It has to be per position, always with, like, you know, so, like, if it's baseball. Who's your leadoff hitter? Okay, well, where are they going to play in the outfield? Do they steal bases? All that shit. We would always go down that rabbit hole. Right. That's why I always thought that maybe me and you would finally get to, like, a sports podcast of some sorts. And it's just the, the cards ain't lining up yet. Yet. Yeah. Because, look, I'm 97 episodes in. Like I said, I've probably done 100 and something podcasts. I'm feeling good about this. It's just a matter of uh, time. Yeah. Actually, what the way I say about everything, everything in this world is time, effort, and energy. If you could find a time... It's about doing it, wanting to do it. And then once you do it, boom, it's, it's a wrap. Then, then you'll commit to it. But right. 
I did ask for a couple questions so we could uh, we can kind of you know go down a bit of a path and see what's up. I mentioned them earlier, Chat Rapple and Cheap Pops. Shout out to Chris Jarrett and JB. Uh, they actually just sent a, a fucking uh, a tweet out. It's fucking hysterical. Uh, so check them out at Chat Grapple, at Chat Grapple Pops on Twitter. Uh, these are easy questions per se because um, we always deviate because we, we tend to think a little bit more. But first question. Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, okay. You want to go first? Go ahead. I asked you to question. I try not to go on a damn tangent here. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's never this simple. <laughs> if I have to choose one or the other, I'm going Krispy Kreme. You know, just the fact that I can get them things warm. Right. You know, um, the presentation's better. You know, when you go to Krispy Kreme, glass case, right. you're right out front. You could damn near touch the thing. Dunkin', that shit's way in the back. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, I don't know how old it is. You can't, you know, it's always a sketchy few figures working there. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, and and I'm a coffee snob, and I absolutely hate Dunkin' Donuts coffee. So um, if anyone likes that coffee, um, sorry to hear that. So you would be, you would be a stop at Starbucks, pick up Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I would be, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to deviate from the actual question. So, yeah, it, Krispy Kreme, 100%. I'm not going to get coffee from there. I'm definitely Got not. You. I'm not going to get coffee from either place, but Krispy Kreme donut, fresh off the conveyor belt. Right. Warm. Yeah, that hits different. So, I'll definitely, I'll agree with the Krispy Kreme uh, over Dunkin' Donuts. Um, this is my convoluted answer. I'm good on both. I don't, I don't need donuts. I really don't. Um, I used to go to Dunkin' for... Sausage, egg, and cheese on a bagel. Yeah. But where we live at, we got that Wawa hitter. Yeah. You catch a sizzly. You get the two for three. <laughs> you get the, Now it's like two for four, whatever. Even if it's two for six, I'm in. Them sizzlies, I mean, you get them however you want. Right. It's the best breakfast sandwich around here. Oof. So I, that's what I'm saying, like around here. And it's not even a, a great one. It's just convenient, cheap, and it does the job. Plus, Wawa always has, you know, some kind of cheap-ass coffee. So for a couple bucks, you can get that job done. Uh, but yes, the last job I was at, this dude used to bring in Krispy Kreme every Friday, fresh off the belt. That warm Krispy Kreme with the with the coffee, it's yeah. a done deal. Yeah. Next one might be tough because there's so many varieties of each. Snappler, Arizona. Oh, that's a great one. Shouts to who asked that. That's the same. They, the yep, same Jack Rapple and Cheap Pops. Yep, fuck with uh, them. They're out in the UK. They're, oh wow, dog! Actually, this there's someone that you would like listening to, because them motherfuckers go off on all school pay per views. Okay, I call them the princes of previous pay per view. They're, they're my guys. <laughs> they came on a they came on my show to do WrestleMania preview. They're still my most downloaded episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So shout out. Okay, man. Um, so Snapple or Arizona? You know what? I'm going with Snapple. Oh, I'm, um, I'm going with Snapple. Um, the 99 cent big can from from Arizona. Uh, I, I won't sleep on you. Um, however, <laughs> um, this is going back to the high school days. Remember, I had the Snapple shirt mm. that said Crapple. Yep. I wore that bitch on picture day. Yep, yep, like, yep. like 10th grade. That blue joint, right? It, 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 it was blue with the Crapple logo. <laughs> so for me, um, and I mean, Snapple, you really can't find a bad Snapple flavor. You really can't. Snapple Apple's incredible. Snapple Apple's crazy. The first time I tried Snapple Apple, shout out to my brother. Um, he he came with that and I was like, What do you mean Snapple Apple? Like I I fuck with apple juice. He was like, This ain't apple juice. Motherfucker tastes like apple peels yeah. in a good way. <laughs> and uh, you know, they got like the funky little uh 
facts, facts yep. that may be true or may not be true. Right. And it goes, but mm-hmm, it's something to talk about, man. Listen, all day, glass bottle, recyclable. That big ass can, man. It's just too much, bro. You know what I mean? If if I'm drinking anything from a can these days, it's got to be some kind of beer. Right. As you're wearing a Stone Cold shirt, shouts. Oh yeah, uncivilized baby. Shouts to Foamer, uncivilized brand, keeping me always crispy. Oh yes, 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 uncivilized from Mr. Foamer Simpson. Shouts, shouts to uh, Foamshire. Yeah, um, I am. So I'm with you, but again, it's it's kind of the same answer. I'm good on both. Um, when I was in college, I would get a bag of Fritos and an Arizona sweet tea because it was it was fucking two dollars from the yeah. 7-Eleven. Let, let me get a bag of Fritos and a sweet tea. Um, so I used to hit that Arizona sweet tea crazy. Um, I've been off a of Snapple for such a long time. And then a couple years ago, uh, a couple years ago, uh, the grocery store had the, you know, like the 12 pack for Mad Chief. So I was like, let me get back in this. What the very first Snapple fact I opened was Snapple fact 111. And that's my birthday, January 11th. Okay, okay. And it's, uh, the Snapple fact is only male turkeys gobble. So I'm cool <laughs> with Snapple on that. So I'll never forget it. Snapple fact 111, only male turkeys gobble. Uh, Man. Yeah, but you can't say I'm good on both because that's just not like. I just don't need iced tea like that. You know, I fuck with iced tea. I actually like making my own. I know, so but. So when it comes to Snapple or Arizona, if okay, if I had to choose for the snap, question's sake, for, yes, for the cause, Arizona all day, okay. and you know you know exactly why it's Arizona all, all day. Why? It's a fucking dollar, bro. I ain't wasting nah, my nah, money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can't get that Snapple for under a buck. Hell no. Nah, it's that dollar nine or dollar yeah. nineteen. But but you know what? Also, on like I must mention, um, a good and bad. Um, uh, um, they don't know your listeners don't know, but I'm a huge sneaker guy, mm. huge huge sneaker guy. So I Arizona, I did put it on there to see if we maybe got any sneaker questions. Okay, through, okay. Uh, um, so you know Arizona did a sneaker collab with Adidas. Mm. Now I'm not a big three stripes guy. Maybe in the UK they might rock three stripes uh, a bit more, um, but uh, I am a proud stock shareholder of the awesome German company. But um, if they did it with Nike, 100%, I'm like, yo, <laughs> if it was a swoosh, Arizona all day, uh, I'll start drinking some sugar-free, unsweetened cans if they make those. But um, Snapple is incredible. I've, I've, I've never drank a Snapple that I didn't love, mm. period. And, like, Arizona was they got some forgettable ones. for me. They you got know some what I'm saying? There's a couple ones. Yeah. like, eh. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I, like, I did like that um, that Arizona shoe that came out that was with the, the green tea ginseng vibe on it mm-hmm. and uh the fact that they did that bodega drop for 99 cents that uh flooded the streets in new york so uh, did they even they no. even hit right no it was pandemonium um the shoe was going to be 99 cents in, in, in just a, a good marketing or advertising type deal and, and which is incredible but then you know all the fucking vultures heard about it yeah and was like shit we can make money on this let's um let's like make this a dangerous place and have the cops shut it down and they scrapped the whole fucking thing so no doubt, no doubt. Um, so a couple of things that I put out there for people to uh, to hit us with. I said uh, I said we're going to talk wrestling amongst our stories that won't get us canceled because we got tons of them, <laughs> uh, especially me and you. Honestly, do and, and here's the thing too was was dope about having you on. Um, you can corroborate all the shit I talk on here. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You've seen it or heard it all. Um, now we both keep it a buck. So yeah, yeah. If, if you hear his stories, it, it's <laughs> it, very, very little embellishment, if any at all. Yeah, I promise you that. 
and well, and I have an older brother, which you know you're you're good friends with as well. Um, I leave all the embellishment to his stories. <laughs> now, if he had a story time podcast, believe it, um, it would be like five hour episodes, um, hysterically entertaining, twelve percent true. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, shots to my guy, man. <laughs> but yeah, so so I don't embellish because he took it all. Um, <laughs> but no, nah, I figured we talk maybe a little NFL, a little uh, little baseball, some maybe some NBA finals because it's popping. I put down that you're a sneakerhead. Um, you know, you fuck with the Cubs and the Bears, all that shit. Um, and there's so we did get some wrestling questions that you're probably not going to be able to answer. So let me ask you this one: okay. Is CM Punk overrated? Yeah. I agree for sure. Uh, <laughs> anything that I've ever seen of him, I wasn't very impressed with. Uh, really much about him, man. His, you know, the few promos I've seen, I'm like, eh. You know, a few matches, and again, guys, I haven't seen many, so don't don't murder me. I I, I am a novice at best. I understand that, um, but I just wasn't impressed. I'm not in impressed with the dude physically i'm not impressed with the so like for me it's like 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 what is there to you like i don't know man it for me you know when i watch wrestling or have watched wrestling i want to believe it like i want to believe that that dude can whoop my ass and i don't believe he can right period so it's just like for me i'm good on him i think he's overrated does he still have a big following does he so that's the thing there's i mean of course, we grew up in the 90s, so we know what a stan is because mm. we were there when the song dropped and we saw the video. <laughs> right. Um, CM Punk has them. Okay. Uh, and he has them to the highest level. Really? I don't think anybody has bigger stands than him because I've never seen anyone flip to, oh, I don't fuck with him no more. Okay. They, they ride or die with this dude. I've tried. Right. I've tried. Um, all the matches that people say are the dope ones. I've gone back. I've watched. I don't get it. Same thing with you. Um, you know, a big difference between I mean, when we talk about it. You like powerful wrestlers that you know you can't beat. I like ones who are so technical. I know that they can't lose when they do their thing. Like Bret, like Bret Hart, right? I know you weren't a big Bret Hart guy because he was too technical. Love the glasses, though. Right. Shouts. Love the pink and black. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That color block is crazy. Yeah, but the the this like you're not a Ric Flair guy. I'm not a Ric Flair guy because. If it's cheat to win and you're always getting your ass kicked and there's nothing strong or imposing about you, like, why would I ever take you seriously? Although Dean Malenko, right. one of my favorites. Well, because he looks like, I, I phrased it this way, the definition of Dean Malenko and shouts to Chad Grapple Cheap Pops, they fucking hate Dean Malenko. Do they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, so Dean Malenko is the embodiment of my dad can beat up your dad. Mm. He looks like the dad. Right. Wait, like when any four-year-old goes, well, my dad can beat up your dad. That's what Demon Lico looks like. Okay, he looks like right. that dad. Uh, him and Arn Anderson. They oh are, yeah, they are the two dads that can beat up love, your dad. I love Double A, man. <laughs> Don't say nothing bad about Double A on my watch, man. Absolute um, legend. So yeah. Um, other than that, when it comes to and that was CM Punk was from Chad Roberts, he possibly well. Um, I think he's highly overrated. I've never seen anything that I enjoyed. Um, you know, people stand the fuck out of him. It is what it is. That's what he said on the. No, no, no. Oh, that's what what it is, yeah. Um, I will go and, you know, if anyone has a, want to send me a match that they highly suggest that can win me over in the uh, CM Punk standum, send it my way. I will check it out and I'll give you my honest opinion. Did you watch AEW this Wednesday? I did not. All right. So, shouts to BC Mendoza. We're not going to do your question. Um, 
but he already answered it for me. Uh, he basically said, well, I, fuck it, I'll do it myself. Uh, BC Mendoza said, describe Tommy Yen's debut in AEW in five words. And he's been saying this on Twitter for, for weeks. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy FNN um, is basically a chant that happened on the indies, whatever. I said, if AEW has big nuts at all, instead of having people come in with all this hype and losing to somebody, have his first match be against Kenny Omega for the title and win, and do something to shock the fucking world. Mm. Have something that makes me need to turn the channel and say, I gotta watch this. Everything about AEW, we're not gonna go on a rant, doesn't make me wanna watch. I get it. If you like it, go for it. Do I think they have the nuts to do that, which was his follow-up question? Uh, No, I don't think they do. Uh, They should, and they won't. Next, my guy Graham at Good Bad Wrestle from Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast shouts. He's been so supportive from the beginning. Um, I was on his podcast the day before my birthday. Had a fantastic time over there. Uh, Go back and listen. He's also on the intro. Uh, Fuck with you, man. Fuck with you so heavy that... I gave you a 50% off at TWTakesPodcast.com slash TWTs because last night, Graham fell down the stairs. Oh, wow. With promo code BADCOPFELL, you get 50% off at TWTakesPodcast.com slash TWTs. Well, he said he got blood on his TWT shirt. Oh, So wow. I was like, dog, 50% off, got you. Right, right. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> So uh, that's, that's for right. everyone. Uh, for limited time, only Bad Cop Fell. Promo code Bad Cop Fell. It gets 50% off everything on there. From the, the one shirt to the five shirts to the pins, the coasters, all that shit. I got to get you some coasters, man. Yeah, I, mean, I need those. You know. We need some right now for these drinks on, on the desk. <laughs> well, you, you ain't going to be here longer. Hey, so guys, if you ever needed a, a promo, just injure yourself <laughs> and just send him a photo. <laughs> Just say, hey, uh, got a little blood on my shit. Like, you know, what's good with a discount? Yeah, hell yeah. He'll take care of that for you. Yeah, so shouts to Graham. Um, but he did ask a question as well. Uh, with the All-Star game coming up in baseball, would this work for WWE with fans voting what wrestlers and matches they want to see? Ooh. It's a loaded question because it's so broad. So mm-hmm. let's let's hone it in. If there was a, let's say, All-Star voting, how would you want the results to end up? Personally, for me, I would like to see the top 16 in this all-star voting king of the ring tournament so the whoever gets the most votes is number one whoever okay. gets vote 16 okay. okay goes against the number one that's what i would like to see uh Damn. as far as like the way the all-star game is set up it's national versus american mm-hmm. so smackdown raw is that i mean what do you think well okay here we go in an all-star voting scenario what would make it must see for you to tune into the wwe pay-per-view the WWE All-Star pay-per-view. Right, right. What would the match or setup be to get you to tune in? Yeah. Because you don't watch pay-per-views. Right. That that that's a good yeah, that's a that's a good question. So I kinda like that that tournament kind of style with SmackDown and with Raw. Now I know in the past they've done some things before where they used to feud or you know what I mean, going back some years and um, survivor series they tend to do stuff like that okay but yeah that that would be cool i mean that fan interaction is a huge thing you know and i to my knowledge have they ever done anything like that where, where fans get to decide anything? there was so, yeah somebody had commented on that question on twitter let me see if i could pull it up uh that there was in fact something like a, a cyber sunday or uh uh some something on a tuesday let's see here i do like that because i mean obviously this is such a, a, a fan-based entertainment slash sport, you know? Like, so 
to to have the fans have that input and then i mean you'll get what the masses want most which is cool because i think oftentimes you know we've probably said like why like why haven't they had this match like why like why why hasn't so and so fought so like come on like why would you not book that that is fucking gold and i think you would hope that enough fans would see it that way now the only downfall would be and i've seen this where in all-star voting a lot of people who may not know they want to get on there and vote and they'll see who the leader is and they'll just click just that for them. Yeah. don't show me the stats right. and i'm saying right. like like just have the period in, in which you can vote and then that way it's blind so the the best matches that people want to see should win if it's unbiased voting right you know what i'm saying right, right, right. and that, that always seems to be something that wwe ends up doing is you know they put stuff out there with with like a slant to it you know mm-hmm. Um, shouts to Bedlam Medium. They were the uh, Bedlam Media. They were the ones to put it out there at Media Bedlam. Uh, my guy Scott over there doing great things. Uh, he said they tried this with Cyber Sunday and Taboo Tuesday, um, whenever that was back in the day. It sounds a little familiar, but I think that's you know back when we were kind of in and out, not really watching everything. Um, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Um, when you when you said Raw SmackDown, and if you mix it with my idea of the the King of the Ring aspect. You go top eight on both shows. You just throw them into a bracket where, you know, number one on Raw faces number eight on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Number one on SmackDown, number eight on uh, faces number eight on Raw. And as that floods through to the finale, I think that would be dope. I think that would be dope. Yeah, yeah. See, we got to get into the creative room, man. Just put questions out on Twitter and then, and then go for they it. They really do need some, some sort of fan input or, you know, some of these, you know, really good podcasts i'm sure have you know there 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 are some good takes and there are some terrible takes My you know <laughs> but but realistically you know for me as as a as a novice fan and 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 watching it now coming from you know the era that i that i did watch it there seems like a lot of like come on you know like like we see this coming like you're t- right. it's too predictable it, it, it's like you know why is it why is it so predictable why do i know most of the outcomes of matches removed from this industry for 20 20 years right or, you know whatever it is like because i text you a lot and i've been pretty yeah like, yeah, yeah. Like, i know on. what's coming on. Like, yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah that's what's been funny i've been telling uh i've been telling a buddy marsh out on uh, wrestling on the rocks um i was like dude i'm you know my buddy's getting into it um because we were talking about uh eve marie and otis and some other things and uh Oh, the the Lashley's ladies. Okay. On on his show, we talked about, it, and I was like, "Yeah, my my buddy's getting his uh, his son into it," and he was like, "Yo, what's up with these Godfather hoes?" <laughs> and there's a whole backstory to him and things like that. But to your point, when a lapsed fan or novice fan turns it on, if there's a presentation thing that gives it away, or if it's not what they would like it to be, that nuance needs to be paid attention to. Yeah. So it can either hook you in, or you can be uh, presented the right information. Right. Um, come to find out. Most of those ladies are like um, entrepreneurs and fitness women who have drive, determination, and all that shit, not work at the local strip club. Hmm. That's not something we even found out on TV. So, you know what I mean? So, like, them not presenting it that way, who are we to judge it otherwise, uh, except for take it how it is? But if you haven't tuned, tuned in in 20 years, you're like, oh, I remember this shit. They about to, <laughs> they about to hop on a whole train. Yes, sir. So, uh, I feel you though. I feel you though. Um, speaking of old men getting their sons to watch wrestling, uh, Graham's kid Jackson shouts to at JBG underscore Jackson on Twitter. Uh, he has his own podcast, uh, the JB the JGB Wrestling Podcast. They do it together. They, how, uh, how old is he? 
five, I think. I think he's oh, around, yeah, somewhere cool. around our, our kid's age. Love the name, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, shouts. Shouts. Shouts to Jackson. Um, on his podcast, they just watched The Invisible Man wrestle Joey Janela. Who should The Invisible Man face next is his question. And from my estimation, there's only one person The Invisible Man should wrestle next. It's John Cena. You can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> so if you got The Invisible Man versus John Cena, man, that's, that's one hell of a match that... Uh, are we watching? I was like, maybe we already saw it. I just didn't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who wins? <laughs> Who wins? Yeah, they say um, they say um, uh, Ric Flair could wrestle a broomstick, but is that wait is that John Cena wrestling himself? If Ric Flair wrestled a broomstick, it would be cool to see them both do the fall over. <laughs> you know what? Just... He does fall over like a broomstick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe that's where he got that from, man. He fought a broomstick, and <laughs> that's that was fucking hysterical. <laughs> Do you have any other, even non-wrestlers, who the Invisible Man should wrestle? I'm not even familiar. Word, me neither. Yeah. Just somebody on the indies. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure if the Invisible Man isn't even a person. I doubt it's a gimmick. I'm pretty sure it's just Joey Janelle wrestling around, which is dope. Um, Shouts to the Brain Buster Boys. Brain Buster Boys, part of Visionary Global Medium, at Brain Buster Boys. I mentioned on Twitter that you are a Cubs fan, a Bears fan, Chicago sports in general, but those two are your definitely areas uh, areas of expertise. Um, they are from the Cincinnati borderline, okay. that, that Kentucky, Ohio area. Okay. Their question was, as a Cubs fan, so this is directed to you, mm-hmm. how and why will the Reds win the NL Central? <laughs> um, it's funny because... Cubs fans usually like there's there's you know we hate the Brewers we hate the Cardinals. Um, I like Cincinnati personally. Joey Votto is an absolute legend. Oh. I love like he's like one of the goats, man. He's he's an underrated player and an underrated person. And also Griffey, you know I love those. Uh, I actually own a Griffey Cincinnati Reds jersey, so um, I'm not mad at that. Well, Number thirty, right? Yeah, 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 thirty. Yep. He actually went back. Uh, I, I think he, for a brief time, switched it up. Um, three? I think there was a three there three, for yeah. a brief, brief stint. Yeah. But um, regardless, how will they? <laughs> I don't know how they will. Uh, Who's leading the NL Central now? Um, since the Cubs went on this horrendous 11-game uh, losing streak, which just ended, uh, I think it is It's either Brewers or, or Cardinals, I believe. Um, I haven't looked in about a week or so but let's just let me pull it up for for discussion's sake i was listening to a radio show and they said that there's only five teams in the national league that are above 500 the mets the leader of the nl central and then the other three teams are in the nl west i was like wow that's a tough fucking nl to get through so st louis is actually horrendous too man i haven't seen them uh so milwaukee um okay. cincinnati is seven games behind milwaukee they're three games over 500 so shots to cincinnati i mean they're 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 coming a long way you know they've uh you know they're they're, they're not the pirates I don't know what to say. Uh, listen, yeah, it's not the cubs gray, i'm glad he can pitch for you guys instead of the yankees right right if it's not the cubbies in there then um you have my vote cincinnati Cincinnati Reds win that division. Shouts. Yeah, I, I've always fucked with the Reds on on some low key basis where because you know like they never cause any static past uh you know the uh, the big red machine eras 
And then once I found out that Paul O'Neill came from the Reds, I was like, oh, okay, we in here. Yeah. We in here. I'll take that. And like you said, Joey Votto, he's a legend. So good. He, uh, I mean, first ballot Hall of Famer. He's, I mean, Mr. 300. You know, a guy can hit 300 in his sleep. I wouldn't mind seeing him get a chip, honestly. Yeah. Like, I would not be mad at that at all, man, you know? I got mine recently. I'm good. <laughs> I told a while ago, like, listen, if the Cubs win a World Series, I'm fucking good. They could finish bottom barrel for the next three decades. Like, I'm used to it. Like, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Just give me one. So, listen, you're up next, man. Good luck. Yeah, shouts to Cincinnati. Shouts to the Brain Buster boys. Appreciate y'all. Uh, they've been doing some X-Men teases, and they put out pictures of, of people that they fuck with next to an X-Men character, and they DM'd me a picture from when uh, they came on my on my show for NXT Watch Along for Santa Deliver. Appreciated them. Ha- and then they took a screenshot when my screen was frozen afterwards. Um, I'm hoping that they're not going to match it up to an X-Men character of some sorts because it's not a good screenshot. <laughs> um, last question we have that's it's not really a, applicable... Honestly, to either one of us, but I fuck with him. Uh, at Do the Crab on Twitter said, "Talk which wrestlers could have been major stars had they not been injury prone." And honestly, I don't really, I don't really know any to be honest. Um, I mean, recently Jinder Mahal, as much as I hated everything he did, had he not been injured, he would have been in some storylines. Um, looking back on the day, I mean, the only one that really sticks out is Stone Cold. I was, was going to say Stone Cold. Once he broke his neck, he changed his style, became more Matt-based, all that shit. But his first feud with Booker T, he ended up breaking his back. Um, the transverse process, the same way uh, Tony Romo and, and Cam Newton broke, where it was like the side of the vertebrae, so it wasn't that big a deal. But he, he always had issues that stemmed from you know, basically, he was you know 15 years too early breaking his neck to be able to actually wrestle well, uh, following and have a, a sustained career. So, but even when you look at Stone Cold, I mean, he is still the most uniform name when it comes to wrestling. Like, yeah, The Rock is out there killing every game possible, but he's also not as synonymous with wrestling as Stone Cold is, um, be it one reason or the other. But when you look at Stone Cold's run. WrestleMania 13 was the Bret Hart match. WrestleMania 19 was his last one. Yeah. Uh, that's not a run, but that is the most impactful run of all time. No one has has made that much of a cultural influence on, from wrestling and beyond than he did. Because honestly, after he left, I left. Yeah. Not necessarily on purpose, but the, the hooking you to the next match, it, it was gone. It was gone. How about this? Let me let me ask you this one. If if Owen Hart never tragically oh. gets killed, yeah. does he ever fully separate himself? From, like, will he ever be any? Would he have been anything more than Bret Hart's brother? Yeah, yeah, he would have because he was talented, right? No, absolutely. He was the honestly the better wrestler from a athletic standpoint. Like, he was a more athletic one, and he could be just as technical. He just wasn't a a brawler. So in the the context of like an MMA style, he would have been like two weight classes below where Bret Hart was, so he would have to inflict more damage to get a, a believable victory. Mm-hmm. You know, so he would have to do more within a match. Um, but the not just him tragically passing the way he did at that time. Uh, I know my my timing's off a little bit, but uh, Bret Far- Bret Favre, Packers fan shouts <laughs> Bret Hart. His career basically ended around the same time because of the kick from Goldberg. 
Bret Hart not being able to wrestle anymore and Owen being the only Hart definitely would have been champion. Definitely yeah, would have yeah. would have gone to it an entire new level. Um, he just that, needed a good gimmick, you know. Yeah. He just never had a good gimmick. He was always just Owen Hart. He never he never had a good gimmick to be solo. So when he did the King of Hearts, mm. it was to was cool. it was to bounce off of him being better than Bret. And he got his victory at WrestleMania 10. Um, but he never got pushed through and passed. Um, and then the two-time Slammy Award was to separate him from Bulldog in the tag championships. Which mm. That was a great tag team. Yep. Uh, when he did the um, the Nation of Domination run. like I didn't like that one, personally. He, the best part that came out of that was the guy who did the Owen impression. Incredible. It was the greatest impression of all time. So, yeah, I mean, he definitely would have been there. He is, honestly, I think he is what people think CM Punk is. Mm. Owen on the mic was so hateable, so yeah. believable, in the ring, incredible performer. Yeah. I think that's what people did is they were like, man, we don't have Owen, so, yo, CM Punk can wrestle his ass off. He's fucking great on the mic. Hey, I ain't buying the one thing he said, but you know what? He made his bread. This is something you used to say to me all the time. Yo, why you hating? Why you hating? I see it. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't care how good it is. I see it. I don't like it. Yeah. You know, and, and you said the same thing. There's nothing about seeing Punk you saw that was like, that's that shit. Right. Is he still, like, the only thing that I've known that he's done since he got out of WWE is just... Get his ass whooped in UFC? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is he still is he still doing that? No, he's a fucking personality. Right. You know, and I ain't, I'm not afraid of any fucking smoke. You know, fuck CM Punk. Because all he does is he trolls for the sake of trolling. Now, whatever it does that feeds his beast, I don't know. As far as I know, fucking God doesn't even have a job. Right. He's famous. He's made a ton of money. Go ahead. But when something happens and he does a, oh, I thought they pay for surgeries or some shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. he would always throw out conjecture to get 50,000 responses to show that he's still popular and his voice still means something. But he never puts anything out there, at least from what I've seen, because I'm on, I'm on wrestling Twitter. I see basically everything. Right. I've never seen a positive troll come around. You know, okay. he had a bad experience with WWE. He's he's basically ruined the first five years of Roman's run by just making comments and having his stands take it to the next level. And in that context, like he never puts it out there in a positive light to get people to react positive to what's happening on TV. And in doing that, it's like you're just you're a professional troll who's fucking famous. Go fuck yourself. I don't have time for it. Yeah, I don't have time for it. Is is there any is there a a group of people outside of political stands that's more defensive than like IWC towards no. towards their people. No. And I, I don't I don't even think I don't even think political stands are as good. Mm. I think IWC has it the worst. Um you know, I, I don't need to to get into it, but um there's wrestlers out there who've who've taken their lives from social media. There's uh people who did, okay, so Kayla Braxton from uh, WWE. She had the courage and willpower to come out as bisexual on Twitter mm-hmm. before Pride Month. The next day, she had to shut down her Twitter from all the oh, responses she was getting. Wow. Why would even her saying anything get you to respond anyway? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually, I've been thinking lately about switching to Instagram for most of my communication because you know me um, more than anybody, honestly. More than my wife, more than most of my family, if not all my family. I, I always get to a point in everything I do where as soon as there's too much negative energy, fuck that. Yeah. And I, I'm not holistic with crystals and all that shit. I just know, I mean, you see me at my angriest, you see me at my saddest, all that shit. I don't like being angry. Right. It's such a waste of time. So if I'm going to continue to be in a, a, a swarm of negativity, I got to bounce. Yeah. I got to bounce. And that's what ends up happening on Twitter. Bad there's, vibes. There's all the time. IWC man. coming uh, at yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we've done a great job curating our side of the IWC. There's still some stragglers in there who go on both sides every once in a while. But shouts to Justin Time 211, OG Twitter co-host of this podcast, who didn't ask any questions, man, but he liked and favorited his, or he favorited and retweeted some shit, but he ain't got asked no questions. Come on, Justin, get your shit together. Get him on the horn right now. I'm telling you. I mean, look, this, he, he, but he's Twitter co-host from day one. Uh, we got we got Marsh from Wrestling on the Rocks. We got Graham from Good Cop, Bad Cop. He's the podcast sherpa. Justin and Graham, when I got this hat made, I made them one because I put out on the podcast. Yo, if you listen, send me a screenshot. This deal does not exist right now, all right, because I'm getting more likes than I need to, <laughs> uh, more listens than I need to to give away free shit like this. But I, I told him, I said, look, take a screenshot of your uh, playlist. Show me that you download and listen. Mm-hmm. Send me an email. I got a surprise. So when I got the I got the two emails, I made up hats, personalized, because I wanted I wanted merch. How many? Right. I don't like the hat, so I didn't make hats. But let me get three hats, because right. you know me. If one hat costs twenty five, <laughs> but three hats cost forty, I'm getting and, three hats. And it's free shipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting three hats. <laughs> don't charge him a penny for shipping. You sell him anything. Until you put a shipping charge on it. If it is $125 in free shipping or $120 in $5 shipping, not getting it. I'm not getting it. I'll get the $125 for free shipping. I've done it. I've done it. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. I've done it, man. I- <laughs> Principality. It is. It sure is, man. Just don't. Well, that's, but that's why my merch site is the way it is. TWTXpodcast.com slash TBTs. Everything has shipping built in. And the profit is, I know exactly what it is. So. I don't make much money on it. A dollar, maybe two. And then I do so many fucking discounts and I give shit away. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have you go through every step of the purchasing uh, part of it. You know, click on this item, click on that item, click on that item, go to checkout. Oh, it's seven more dollars than I thought it was gonna be. I'm good. Right. I'm not gonna do that to you. I'm not gonna do that to you. So Right. But uh and uh, and please remember, please remember, bad cop fell fifty percent off on all merch. Bad cop fell. Bad cop fell. Shouts, look, and Graham, he man, he, he goes on his show and he talks shit on his co-host all the time. I know you're gonna do. It. Oh, and he would call his his co-host the bad cop. I'm like Graham, you're the bad cop. <laughs> you are the bad cop. <laughs> uh, before we sign off, let's uh let's give the people a taste of of some of the shit that we kind of talk about. Which it's usually organic, so this is even gonna make it sound worse than it usually would. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the year 1998. Oh, yeah. When we first started. Because so right now we're episode 97. And you said it's one away from the greatest year of all time. Why is it the greatest year of all time? Oh, my God. Between sports and wrestling, obviously you can handle the wrestling thing. But, I mean, pop culture, just everything. I mean, 98, right? Jordan, okay? Bulls, last shot, of course. You know, I mean, the home run race of 1998. Listen, if you were alive in 98 during the baseball season, you were tuning in. You were you were you were looking at the newspaper. You were you were tuned into the nightly news at the very least. ESPN, 
always in the background. You wanted to know, you know what I mean? Did did Big Mac, did Sammy smack another one? Like that was the that was the vibe. Every, like it, it just what an incredible time. What I think uh Terrell Davis, Elway, they were they were done or they had their last Super Bowl 98. I think Barry Sanders final year 98, right? What, or 98 no, 98 was the calendar year in which they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So in Janu- late January, yeah, early February is when they won the Super Bowl. It was 98 yeah, season. It hurt my heart. No, it was yeah. 97 season, 98 Super Bowl. No. When they- the Packers won it the year before, it was the 96 season, 97 year. Yeah, but Elway and them did it back-to-back, and Elway rode off. 98. Right, right, right. So yeah. they won the Super Bowl in the beginning of 98, and then they had that awesome season at the end of 98. It was also that awesome season was the, uh, the Vikings who went the fuck off with Randy Moss. Um, let's see what else. Let's see. I, so check out the the films from '98. The films. Armageddon was the highest gross in that year. Saving Private Ryan. The remake of Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. There's something about Mary came out in '98. Oh man. <laughs> I'm in town to play the Dolphins, you dumbass. <laughs> Shouts to Brett Favre. Yes. I'm in town to play the Dolphins, you dumbass. That was pretty good. That was really good. <laughs> uh, a Bug's Life. Shouts. Uh, Deep Impact, which I was never a fan of. Uh, Mulan, shouts. Uh, the the movie remake was alright, but they didn't have the dragon, so that bothered me. Uh, Doctor Doolittle, it it fucking uh, was part of that Eddie Murphy turn into you know being the family man after the Nutty Professor. Mm. Uh, Shakespeare in Love, which you know whatever. But Lethal Weapon Four, which was the the Chris Rock uh, introduction into Lethal Weapon universe, which was fucking phenomenal. Uh, but Saving Private Ryan. Fucking Truman Show. Incredible. Oh, Truman Show came out in uh, in 98. Phenomenal fucking movie. People think we live in the Truman Show right now. I'll tell you what else happened. Um, Carrie Wood, rookie year, 20Ks. Oh, at, yeah. As a rookie. Also, uh, I think Harry Carey died that year. Mm. Some some Cub stuff, and he's a you know significant guy. Ripken's streak ended in 1998. Um, 28-3-8 or whatever it was. Um, or was that the... The breaker, regardless. The breaker, yeah. Um, you had the Yankees had the most dominant team ever. So good. Yeah, I don't think they had the. I think the Mariners beat their win record, but I, I don't regular think season. Yeah. yeah, regular season. Like, but they didn't win the title, and and that postseason run from from ninety eight, just dismantling everybody. It was it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Um, man, there was there was so many. You know, I mean, get into the wrestling stuff. There had to be some icon, like between The Rock and Stone Cold. I mean, '98. Uh, oh yeah. Was that the NWO? What '96, '97? Uh, actually, 25 years ago, yesterday, as as a recording. Um, but it was Goldberg's. Yeah, I mean, look, in in, in wrestling in 1998 was uh, was the coronation uh, of Stone Cold. You know, uh, at the Royal Rumble, he uh, he wins the Royal Rumble, last eliminating The Rock. Mm. And that was them coming off of their uh, their what you call it their um, uh, their intercontinental shit where they were fucking uh, beating each other up back and forth. You know, it was f- fantastic build to where that was going. And then uh, at that Royal Rumble, Shawn Michaels also beats the Undertaker in a casket match, kind of ending oh, their stuff together. Yeah. You know, to kind of push forward to what the new new era of wrestling is going to be. You know, leading into what the the WrestleMania would be that year being uh fucking uh, uh uh austin versus michaels with uh with tyson there and everything so yeah i mean that that just was the launch pad for how great wrestling was going to be for the next couple of years uh, let me jump over to wcw in uh in 1998 go ahead you got something um you know what else happened in 1998 i did not have oh. sexual relations with that woman. oh shit 
<laughs> and he snipped it. He finger. snipped it. That, that was the Dave Chappelle shit, man. That was uh, what a fucking legend. What an absolute legend, man. But yeah, that that happened. Like there's so many, so many huge moments. But you know, no, more more notably, uh, I think sports wise, you know, there was obviously some some dope movies and you know some some really dope wrestling and you know you could do that every year but but really when you look at 1998 as a whole it, it was it was just humongous i mean i don't know what's be the, between the home run race and then jordan's last stint you know his sixth title with the bulls that alone is pretty historic but you know there there was there was so much more man it, it was just an incredible time and it was good to be you know a teenager and not have any cares in the world except for uh you know, am I going to watch Nitro or Raw more? You know right. what I mean? Like, the remote was in hand Monday, f- you know, for three hours and change. You know, because back then, Raw would go over and, like, they would keep filming it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. you know. They would, they would hit that overrun, get you for another another 10, 12 minutes. And uh, WCW, they used to, you know, they would piggyback their commercials with the Nitro girls. Yo, that's something I wanted to hit on here. I, I forgot to mention. You want to hit on the Nitro Girls? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> You're married now, kid. You, uh, <laughs> you, go on. Are the world's OG Tori Wilson stan? Oh yeah. When yeah. she got inducted to the Hall of Fame, the IWC fucking lit on fire. She's trash. How can anybody think that she oh. deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? All this shit. What? What about Tori Wilson, besides the fact that everyone still knows her name? Mm-hmm. She had an incredible impact back in the day. Uh, what about her deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Oof. All right. Well, that's not really for me to judge because I don't know who <laughs> goes into like the Wrestling Hall of Anybody Fame like does. that. It, it seems like every year they're trying to be inclusive and just throw a woman in there. And when you have to do that, there wasn't a ton of women back in the day. So just off of clout or yeah. her namesake. But, you know, that was one of the first women that i ever like fell in love with i remember seeing her on some like vignette that was shot in the nwo she was at like a shooting range or something i don't even know i i I just remember it and like i was like oh my god who is that (laughs) and i just like this blonde bombshell but um i don't know man i i was a fan of hers i was a fan of uh you know trish stratus and um uh keebler you know Mm -hmm. like from early on man i guess i had a thing for hot blondes when i was a teenager that wrestled i i have i have no idea yeah. but i is she uh is she deserving to be in the hall of fame i'm not sure like not none of the stuff that she did in the ring ever yeah. sticks out to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i mean but well it's i mean to to mick foley's point he was just on stone cold's broken skull sessions which i highly recommend you watch that okay. it's on peacock if you uh get around to it it might be on the free version i don't know i need those um, credentials kid you got you I need those credentials um <laughs> but he said uh he said, people come up to me all the time. They're like, man, I absolutely love the Rock and Sock Connection. Right. And Rock and Sock Connection, oh, it was the best tag team of all time. And he goes, all right, name one of our matches. Mm-hmm. And people can't because the matches don't stick out. Right. The energy does. Yeah. Hey, if the energy sticks out and it got you to tune in, yeah, that's mean, Hall of Fame. Yeah, that is part of the – Yeah. You know? I, listen – if I wasn't watching and I heard she was going to be on, I'm watching. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. shit, when when you sent me the text, yo, she's on right now. Right. Let me see what this looks like. Oh, she still looks incredible. Like, right. Awesome. Right. You know what I mean? And she would actually, she, I mean, the time she comes back, she's not bad. When uh when the Women's Royal Rumble came around, 
and, I, and you were like, yo, any anybody from the past? And I started naming names, and uh, and then you know I think uh, we might have put it on, and, and I showed it to you, and you're like, oh shit, Tori Wilson was here. I was like, oh my bad, I didn't even. Yeah. Like, yo, you can't overlook Tori Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? And she looked great. She looked great doing her yeah. thing. I mean, look, that's that's my whole thing about about having this podcast and, and doing my thing on here is that, you know, I, I say it about my guy, Chaos Theory, uh, Mr. Chaos from the Chaos Theory Podcast. Shout out to uh, com slash into the chaos to get his mixtape into the chaos. Um, he's the only person in this wrestling podcast game that keeps it one-on-one. He will out keep it 100 me. He absolutely will. Okay. He, he is on point. Okay. He will say that, you know, everything. He's the only person that keeps it more buck than I do. So, okay. therefore, he keeps it one-on-one. But I keep it a buck. And I do that because there's no point in lying. And my opinion is the only thing I have over anyone else. Because <laughs> nobody <laughs> else can have my opinion. And I, it's, it's terrible wrestling takes because it's just my opinion. And if you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. And I really don't fucking care. But all that said is that the opinion is allowed and that's why the show exists. So when you're like, yo, Tori Wilson makes me turn it on, then, hey, she turns you on to turn it on. It is what it is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, that's that's viable. That that opinion is viable. And that's what we're here for, the Terrible Wrestling Takes podcast. Dog, this took too long, but we did it, and I'm glad we did. One thing we didn't talk about, and we won't get into it, and I look forward to seeing it, is you and a fantasy football podcast. It yeah. has to happen. I am, <laughs> as much as I love the fantasy sport of wrestling, mm-hmm. I cannot stand fantasy football. <laughs> I cannot stand any any fantasy sports. How dare you? But you are the guru of fantasy football. I appreciate it. Nah, no worries, bro. Like I, Anyone who ever steps to me and says something, I, I put you up on a couple leagues that you still fuck with today because, nah, man, it ain't for me. I missed out on pseudo-celebrity endorsements. <laughs> By not jumping into fantasy football leagues, but it's not for me, and I don't, right. I don't fake it. So, um, right. but I would love to see you do that, man. I would love to, you know, catch up with you again and do something like this. Uh, maybe when Goldberg comes back, we'll do a live watch along or some shit. We'll figure it all out. But uh, I appreciate you being on. I can't wait to do it again. Hey, thank you, man. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll definitely do it again. It was good. Uh, you know, hopefully, I can get some of my uh, wrestling chops up a bit. Um, you know, well, I don't am torture yourself. Watching. Yeah, don't yeah, torture yeah. yourself. I, I, listen. <laughs> I'm open to it, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, no, uh, fantasy football, if anybody um, wants any fantasy advice or lineup stuff, hit me up because it, it's uh, – I'm damn good at it. I enjoy it, but I'm, you know, damn good at it at the end of the day. Um, you know, hopefully me and me, me and my guy, Fomer, will uh, get one going. Um, we shall see. We shall see. Fingers crossed. But I appreciate being on, and uh, shouts to the followers. And remember – um, if you want a discount, hurt yourself, throw a little blood on a T-shirt, <laughs> send it to him. He got you. <laughs> bad, bad cop fell. Bad cop fell for 50% off. Um, you did say for the people to hit you up, where can they find you? At Matthew McNarley. It's, uh, it, uh, I'm currently private, but I may open that up. But if you guys start flaming me, listen, <laughs> listen. If, if you come at me. I'm coming at you, all right. So <laughs> and we I don't roll want deep. no beef. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. roll deep. Believe I, this. I don't want no beef. Uh, believe this. My guy is is co-signed for the last twenty years. We've been homies since I moved from New York to Delaware. So Marsh, if you ever want to question my New Yorkness, <laughs> I'll have Mister McNarley tell you about the first day in class that he saw me, oh, and man. and the thing I had to say to someone 
to let them know what's good. I got some stories, man. <laughs> if y'all are ever interested, maybe we could do a spin-off podcast <laughs> of like who is Bishop. If y'all want to really get the nitty gritty, uh, we can I'm, we can I'm break so that down. New York. This guy watched me cry about DMX for a week. Like yeah. is. It's in me to just be me, um, and, and I'll never not be that. Um, but, dog, I appreciate you being on. Um, again, if he opens that Twitter from private, if you come at him, I'm coming at you, and I will push you to the <laughs> other side of the IWC because we're not here for that shit. Also, if, he follow, if you follow him, do not beg for his follow back. We all curate our timelines appropriately. Um, he is fully invested in sports and sneaker Twitter. So that IWC work, you know, it might help a little bit here and there. But, uh, you know, maybe. The, the OG wrestling fans, <laughs> feel free to hit me up. Let's talk OG shit, man. You know, don't come at me with the CM Punk business. You know, I don't want any issues with that. But, you know, if we want to have a conversation, we can have a conversation about uh, some, some, some good wrestling. 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 All right, man, let's get out of here. Um. I think we got a nice business lunch to go get to, and uh, and that'll be that. Yes, sir. All right, we out. So, with that being said, review if you do, rate if you feel. Follow me at TWTakesPodcast on Instagram and Twitter. Share your terrible wrestling takes via my pinned tweet. Email me, bishoptwtakes at gmail.com. Until next time. <laughs>